salutations oh so formal i wasn't prepared <laughs> i am not ready <laughs> greetings and salutations right back to you uh-huh. Uh-huh. how are you um one day you know what i wow. want you to ask me that question <laughs> and for to be like i'm amazing but i'm just like Rah. Uh, you know, I think it's our, I, again, I just go back to, you know, it's Thursday night, and I think it's just, it's the time of the week where we're all uh, running on fumes. Yeah, and we decided to do this on Thursday night, so. <laughs> we did, and the thing is, it's still really, at least as far as my schedule goes, it's still the best uh, option, um, but yeah. it's, um yeah so but I think yeah because of that it's just I am definitely um running out of gas by Thursday night like it's just that last little like I'm almost on E I should really pull over and fill up my tank but there's no time and so I'm just gonna push it until the wheels fall off that's my new motto until the wheels fall off (laughs) is that your new motto Mm-hmm. Oh my word! Uh, oh, by the way, um, that's Kristen. Yeah, that's I'm Kristen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's Andrea. That's me. And this is wait, tell me everything. Yep, that's it. That's it. So if you were looking for, don't tell me. Don't tell me anything. Don't tell me anything. That's not this. Yeah, if it's if You're you wanted, place. if you wanted, stop talking now. this is not we are just gonna keep talking and um yeah so you you might want to just go ahead and hit stop and you know um you're the wrong place you're in the wrong wrong place because we are just gonna chat it up chat it up although before you know, we always do like a little check in before we start recording. And both of us are just like, again, like she talked about the Thursday, we're like just over the week and just ready for Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be the shortest podcast in the world <laughs> because I'm so just mentally, emotionally, and physically drained. Mm. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the night brings. Yeah, once, you know, I have, like, you know, not too much to say, but I probably, (laughs) I always say that, but then, you know, I can always wax, you know, on and on about anything, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, what's your news? So, in the news, I um, have, um, I just have one story that I wanted to look at today, it's actually, uh, first of all, 
news there in the news nationwide there's horrible things happening mm-hmm. um and i am making a um conscious decision not to uh talk about all the awful headlines um so i just again i am too emotionally drained <laughs> to tackle nationwide issues um yeah i was wondering about that because i was like please god like (laughs) yeah please don't let that be a thing because one i'm gonna just be angry and just say things and i just don't have the energy i just yeah i'm again emotionally physically (sighs) mentally just exhausted but yeah 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 so um so not to um, not to say that those things aren't important or that we won't talk about them ever, but just not tonight. Um, so um, kind of on a somewhat lighter, but also with a serious undertone note, um, as um, everyone is aware, the Winter Olympics started last week, last a week ago tonight, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been going on. Have you caught any of it? Um. No, I can't say that I have because you know again I don't really have TV and when I'm at other and I know I think you can stream online but I don't care that much. <laughs> um, it is kind of funny because one of my Facebook friends um, kind of posted my feelings about it. Like one of the sh- show, I guess I don't know if it was Blackish or something. She's like, God, Blackish, you know, some show is it coming on for two weeks? She's like everyone's not watching the Olympics. <laughs> and she was like, who is going to like watch this exclusively for like three weeks? Like, People are though. And the thing is, <laughs> I mean, I haven't really, part of the reason that I'm not catching it, because I do have the bunny ears on my TV set. So I do get like, you know, our local NBC affiliate or whatever. But, um, and I watched a little bit like over the weekend but it's on super late and some of like the really good things that you want to watch like go late into the night and again i'm like that's my that's my big barrier is just you know it starts around 8 and goes through till like 11 11:30 and some of the like really good stuff or the people that you're waiting to see don't come on you know like their segment of it won't come on until later and i'm like yeah no i need to be getting ready for bed um or be in the bed and I you know I mean but I do literally there are a ton of people like I have people showing up at work who are like super tired all this week because they're like oh I stayed up watching the Olympics so it's it's a thing thing. yeah it's not a big thing in my circle um which is not surprisingly you know black folks in the winter Olympics but um (laughs) it's stereotypical but it's kind of true Yeah. Um, Although, did I tell you, you know, like one of my favorite things about the Winter Olympics is curling. And did I tell uh you that I found a place in Atlanta that like has curling lessons? Shut up. Yeah. So when you come out here, we're going to have to do that. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) I am super, yeah, that I'm down with that. And actually, you know, my nephew is um, having, uh, spending um, some time doing um ministry work all the way out in minnesota Mm -hmm. and of course that's like the one of the like curling capitals of america 
Um, and um, so he's been even pre-Olympics. He like reported back to us over the holidays. Is that something that he's like been learning about? Because again, in places where the average winter temperature is one degree, um, you spend a lot of time indoors figuring out how to entertain your sports. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story out of North Korea that I'm looking at, uh, the headline reads, North, North Korea, Korea? I'm sorry, I'm out of South Korea. Okay, about... I was like, <laughs> yeah, girl, that story's yeah. coming out of North Korea. <laughs> well, it is coming, it's, it's, it's about, about North them. Korea in South Korea. Okay. Um, so out of South Korea, the headline <laughs> is <laughs> North Korea cheerleaders making quite an impression at the Winter Olympics. Have you heard about these cheerleaders? Mm-mm. Okay, girl. So obviously, one of the big political stories is the fact that South Korea has um, been um, allowed to participate and are, 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 are part of these Olympics. North and, Korea. Uh, North Korea. Damn it. Remember, <laughs> North Korea, no. That's how no. I <laughs> No. Can I just call it no. bad Korea and good Korea? Bad Korea. Bad Korea. So bad Korea. No, don't do that. I can't. Oh, Why? Feels wrong. But, they, you know, they're, it's a bad place. Okay. Evil right. Empire Korea. And- <laughs> oh, that's better? What are the Star Wars terms? Like the Empire and the... Oh, yes, yes, the Empire. So the Empire has been allowed to <laughs> attend. <laughs> um, um, you know, and then, so they're, allow- they're, they're allowed to attend the, the Olympics this year. And, um, and it's, it's a huge propaganda machine for them. And so there's two, two ways that this has come up in uh, headline news one of which is this North Korean cheering squad. Okay, so um, people were not prepared. <laughs> the world was not ready um, for the North Korean cheering squad at the games. Um, but um, the USA Today article that uh, highlights this uh, basically says that it's going to become one of the most indelible memories of these Olympics. So North Korean leader Kim Jong-un deployed more than 200 women who in the Asian media are being called the despot army of beauties to be a part. (laughs) 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 To be a part of the nation's official delegation to the games and cheer on their countrymen and women. So the, um, the empire has 22 athletes who are (laughs) participating in everything from figure skating, hockey, speed skating, skiing, all of that. So, Mm-hmm. Um, basically this throng of cheerleaders, um, show up to all these different events to cheer on the North Korean team. Not and, all 200 at one time. Uh, well, I think there's 200 of them, but they, uh, they split show, you know, up. They yeah. split up because, but they show up in groups of like 30 or 40 at a time. So it's not like, it's not like a little posse of five show up or something like it's mm-hmm. like, they, they're like squatted out. And, um. And so that's a big thing. Like they, I didn't and, know that that was a thing at the Olympics to have cheerleaders. Um, 
I don't think that it is, but apparently, according to this article, it is a thing for the Empire. Because back in 2006, um, there was another international um, athletic event that took place um, that was hosted by South Korea. And at that time, North Korea also brought a cheering squad. Now, here's the interesting thing. This article highlights really just kind of like how cute they are and how coordinated they are and all these things, all the little songs that they sing or whatever. Um, But what it kind of almost mentions in passing, which I think is the bigger point, is that this uh, 2006 event that they also sent a cheering squad to, um, uh, 21 members of that North Korean cheering squad um, that had traveled down to South Korea were sent to a prison camp for talking about what they saw in the South. And so um, the other thing that isn't mentioned in this article with regard to this current cheering squad is the fact that they are, there's also an equal amount of armed security squad that accompanies the cheering squad. Yeah, so they don't defect. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, like, to me, I was sort of like, okay, I understand that it's almost like, don't forget what the word propaganda means. You know, like this is a commercial for the empire. It's not what's actually happening. Like these people are being forced to do these things under threat of imprisonment, under threat of, you know, their lives being taken. Like this is a dictatorship that they are living under. And they're not just freely attending the Olympics. Yeah, they're like not like Laker girls there. who are there like, right. we worked <laughs> yeah. hard to get here. Right. They worked hard, but it was not of their own, um, right. you know, gumption. And, mm-hmm. and I've wanted this all my life. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've always wanted to grow up and be a North Korean cheering squad girl. Um, so... You know, so there's a lot. So to me, I was like, let's not miss this. The bigger point here, because um, they apparently they're quite a force to be reckoned with. Um, (laughs) They they show up. They they when the team, you know, seems to be doing well or the skater, whoever they chant, they have little chants about, um, you know, go for it. And if they're not doing well, they they have little chants that um, uh, to have the team cheer up. They say, um, um, (laughs) you lift me up. Right, <laughs> they do. They sing '80s rock ballads to kind of get everybody back up on. Doesn't you raise me up? You know the Josh Groban song. Anyway, I know. Matter. Yeah, that's okay. it. Okay, I've got it now. I've got it in my head. Thanks. I know. I'm gonna be singing uh, it like <laughs> all day. Um. So they enthrall the crowds with their chant songs and waves during the breaks and skating. The cheerleaders sing in unison to delight the home crowd who have also given them a rousing ovation at the end of each rendition. Um, and then, like... No! Our... Right, right! I'm like, come on. And so the, our, you um, know what? Propaganda works. That's kind of why people keep doing apparently it. Apparently propaganda works. So yeah. uh, American speed skaters Lena Gehring and Mamie um, Biney also became instant fans. Lena um, was quoted to say, oh my god, it was awesome. They were just doing their little chants and flag waves. I've never seen that before. And their songs are so in sync, it's like they've been practicing them for years. And I'm like, um, right. They have! <laughs> right? Okay, just because you know what freedom is, you know, right. like, oh, good grief. 
Yeah. So I was like, okay, yes, they'd been practicing them for years under threat of like their their livelihood being taken away. So yeah, I bet they're really in sync. That's so cute. Yeah, it's adorable. It's adorable. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I just love the threat of my life in exchange for a song. Um, And a trip, a fun trip to South Korea with my mm -hmm. personal armed guards. So I won't yes. go anywhere. So and my family anywhere. stays alive. I yeah, so that my, so, yeah, I can come back to my family. and mm. But make sure not to talk about what I saw, because otherwise I will be in prison. Yeah. Um, so um, USA Today says that they attempted to interview members of the cheer squad at both a hockey game and the speed skating event, but the women offered only tight smiles and turned away. Because, of course, they're not allowed to talk to you, USA Today. Um, Stop trying to get them in trouble. Yeah, I was like, could you please not get these women killed? Um, Do you understand? In your, in your vigorous, vigorous reporting. Right. Um, oh, you guys are so cute. Love. Right. BT no, Dubs. Love the outfit. <laughs> um, the other thing is the Empire has also sent um, Kim Young-un's younger sister, Kim Yo-jong, as um, kind of like an ambassador to to the games. Mm-hmm. And apparently she's basically like another, a different article that I read, a CNN article, uh, it described her as his right hand. He's, she's basically, she's his youngest sister. And the, um, so, and so, you know, his, you know how the whole thing with, um, North Korea's um, leader is that he's considered a god. So the mm. father, his father um, had four mistresses and children with all of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, Kim Jong-un and this sister, Kim Yo-jong, are both from the same mom, one of the four women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, he trusts her uh, more than anybody uh, he's he's the one who he'll often send uh, kind of like ahead of himself, you know, to kind of scout out places or whatever um, in advance, kind of like an advanced team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and her title is. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, her title's terrific. It's Deputy Director of the Propaganda and Agitation Department of the Workers' Party. Um, so again, don't get it twisted because she's super cute. She's 30 years old. She's like, you know, and she's kind of being touted as sort of North Korea's answer to Ivanka Trump, like this young face to the mm-hmm. government or whatever, you know. Um, but uh, she is Kim Jong-un's little sister. So don't trip, you know, <laughs> like she's there on his behalf, you know, doing his bidding. bidding. Mm-hmm. And um and so, again, there's a lot, the, even the articles about her are sort of like, you know, how cute she is, how sweet she is, how put together she is, all these sorts of things that's really just so beside the point. And disarming. That, like, this, yeah, it's very disarming. But, it, again, this is a man who runs Nazi-style prison camps. He represses any uh, political opposition or anything that looks like it might be political opposition. Yeah, straight He's, out the dictator um, handbook. The dictator handbook, he's executed senior officers, his own family members. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so 
it's just mind blowing to me that so, these articles that come out have been so much on the lighthearted end of this. Aren't they adorable? Um, North Korea. Those yeah, little, like, those wacky kids up north. Yeah. <laughs> they're just, you know, they're not that bad. And it's like, no, people are dying. Um, one of the things that was interesting on a, on another podcast that was um, just talking about North Korea in general was saying how, um, how from outer, when they do the, um, you know, the uh, satellite views of the countries or whatever, how um, at night uh, North Korea is completely black. Like there's no, they, you know, because their infrastructure is so jacked up, they don't have like, it looks like it's an abandoned, unpopulated land mm. um, co- compared to South Korea, which is completely lit up like any other, mm-hmm. you know, the modern country is at night with all the lights on and everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so this is a country where people are um, severely repressed, um, living under a dictatorship where um, not only is he a despot, but he's also supposed to be considered a god. And so um, takes that divine sort of uh, position very, very seriously. And, um, and that's, you know, that's why these women have to be escorted to the bathroom and watched 24 7 uh because there is i'm sure very much um a a want and desire to um escape where where they're coming from and so it's just it's it's fascinating to me to kind of watch this in the news and see it um portrayed as something other than that um it just reminded me of the opening um ceremonies um for the Summer Olympics in China. Oh um, my gosh. Which were, you know, again, everyone talked about, and it was, it was like an incredible display, but I, I feel like I watched it, you know, I felt it was like cringeworthy to me because I watched it with an eye of, these people are doing this like strictly out of like this obligation um, mm-hmm. and, and this place of fear as opposed to the way that any other country would likely put on the same sort of display um, because they're, you know, proud of their nation and proud of who they, you know, like, and I'm not saying that they're not, they're not, but I'm, it's just, it's hard to, to carry the, both the the pride for your country and the fear of the regime Mm -hmm. all in one place, you know? And so they're, they're balancing those things. And I think it's important for us to not overlook that, um, as we look at these um, North Korean cheerleaders or we look at um, Kim Jong-un's um, sister. Yeah, it's kind of like the whole spirit of the Olympic Games and what it's for. It's always supposed to be like, you know, international cooperation. It's always, you know, thought to be like, you know, lighthearted or whatever. So, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> Not you with can't. this. You can't do that with this. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's. I get why you want to do that and that that's, you know, kind of the easier route to take. But uh, I think it's a mistake to to overlook it and allow the pro- propaganda to do what it's meant trying to, to do, be, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, what it's trying to do. So. Um, so, yeah, so that's my um, that's my newsworthy piece today. Now, I will say there's another newsworthy piece I have in the hopper and I want to give a shout out to our uh, newest and most dedicated listener, Tanisha. 
Uh, Tanisha, who's been like binge listening since last week, she's all caught up, and and she rated us. She put up a review, and she's also sent in a story idea. So I'm working on that story idea, um, and we'll um, such an overachiever. Man, I mean, yeah, and I just have to say, um, that's who she is. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> so ain't nothing changed in, you know, last two decades. Um, and, um, but yeah, so very exciting. And then just on that topic, folks, um, we're going to remind you at the end, I'm going to say it here again. Please subscribe and, you know, just pause now. If you haven't already subscribed, subscribe. Go ahead and rate us. Give us a five-star rating, please. Yeah, we'll be here. We'll be, you know, we'll be right we'll be here, here. We'll be back. If you, if you pause right now, like, I promise we won't keep going without you. Right. And, um, that's and then just. how pause works. <laughs> that's how pause works, <laughs> in case you weren't clear. Um, and, um. And then go ahead and just write a quick review. Let let the world know why you keep coming back, and then hit play again. We'll, we'll just we'll be we'll be right here waiting for you. Pick up right where we left off. Right where we left off. So um, that's our that's our plug for subscribe rate review. Thank you to Nisha for uh, you, adding Nisha. to that. Woohoo! So yeah, good times and um yeah and thanks for the story idea. We'll definitely look into that. Yeah, and when you rate us, we will give you a shout out. <laughs> yes, yes. Let, let, as long as you um, you're cool with us using your first name, um, yes, we will gladly shout you out. Mm-hmm. So that's my newsworthy. Good. Yes, that's yeah. It's all about feeling good today. That's what I want to hear. So feeling good, feeling okay, great. So all this week, my viral vox was going to be the picture floating around of President Obama with a beard oh, and people's Lord. reaction yes. to that Photoshop yes. picture. Oh, is it Photoshop? Yes. Oh, okay. See, I only saw the picture and people's comments on it. But you know, I didn't do any further research. I was kind of like, okay, he's got, what he's got a beard now. Okay, yeah, it didn't look really real to me. But yeah, they said it's Photoshop, and it just made me people's reactions just made me very uncomfortable because you know people were calling him Zaddy and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, I don't, I feel uncomfortable. Zaddy, uh, yeah. What's Zaddy? It's like something, it's like a way of saying, like, you know, you're fine, like, you know, like, you call guys, like, daddy or whatever, so oh, that's just uh-huh. another way of saying that, it's like, oh, you're sexy, you look good, you're fine, and I'm just like, I feel uncomfortable, don't call him that, <laughs> just no. He's our, so wait, tell he's... me, tell me, <laughs> tell me more about this, tell me more about your discomfort. Oh God, yeah, I, I can't, I can't. Let's go into my real viral. I was like, thank God. We <laughs> no, so this oh, I just know. literally happened when I got in the car on my way home. Oh, be quiet. Um, yeah. so you know, Sierra and Russell Wilson had a baby last April. Okay, yeah. So they have not shown any pictures of the baby. Okay. Until today. 
Okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so um, baby Sienna Princess Wilson made her debut to the world, and she's nearly 10 months now um, in a photo shoot um, taken by Russell Wilson, who's very much the amateur photographer. He's quite okay. good. Because I think he took, uh-huh. like, their engagement pictures, their um, vacation pictures, and um, he took, you know, these pictures or whatever. Um, okay. And some other, like, pictures that, that she's had on her Instagram, they've had on their Instagram. Very good pictures. So he's learning about photography or whatever. Okay. And she is just, of course, you know, you have two, like, gorgeous parents. Right. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, both fi- they're both fine, so the baby gonna be fine, too. Just little cherub angel baby who i'm sorry is a mini russell wilson she looked like her daddy oh he spit her out so i was like oh so that was so cute so there's quite a few pictures of her and the baby just the baby just sienna and with her and um baby future as well so very baby future, baby future Lord. Oh, Lord. At least Please she didn't don't name him um, his his actual first name. Future is better than his actual name, I think. What's his actual name? Oh, girl, don't get me started. It starts with an N, and there's various and I don't know. There's a lot of syllables. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> Nevadius or something like that. I think it is. Oh Lord! But um. You know, not that I have anything to say about, you know, um, African-American naming, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a whole lot to remember. And future is, it's it's different. Um, It is different. So, yeah. So, Sienna's very, you know, kind of close to her name. She named her Princess because that's Sierra's middle name as well. So, Oh, okay, got that. Yeah, so see Sienna Princess Wilson with her cute little self. Adorable. Sweet. Oh, so sweet. babies. So, yeah, babies. I just Aww. saw my babies today. They're so cute. So cute. Yeah. All the black love. All the black love and all the black babies. Love it. I love it. Sweet babies. Sweet baby angels. So, yeah, so that's Virebox. Just, <laughs> you know, go. If you haven't seen the pictures yet, go see them adorable so cute okay i will yeah you know because you know i've finally gotten off of my sierra russell wilson because you know that couldn't i was major standing for them during the whole courtship like engagement thing and you know now it's kind of mm-hmm. like okay they're they're settled in so you know they don't need they're settled support. in living their best lives living their best lives leave like, sierra and russell alone leave with them all alone. Your negative critique yeah. negative never been nowhere don't know how to live your own life got so much commentary about everybody else's yeah stop. like you don't know how families just, work like just right yeah don't know how what a healthy dynamic looks yeah, like, like just, yeah like just stop, stop 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 and i love it that they're just like corny and in love that's oh awesome. my gosh so corny and i love uh, every bit of it i love it just bring corny, me corny and happy bring me corny and boring yes all of that i'm at that point in my life now i just want corny and boring Please, Lord. No, we can do stuff, but like we can just sit next to each other. We don't have to like entertain mm-hmm. each other all the time. Just 
Contentment. Just and happy. definitely no drama. Definitely no drama. Later yeah. days. No. Deuces on the drama. Yes. Deuces for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my two stories. So I think I'll start with the one that just makes me so happy first and then go into one that just is kind of annoying second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so two. So the first one is Drake is out here spreading joy. Oh, um, what's Drake doing? Well, besides just being his fine self and just providing You think music- Drake is fine? With okay, this is it. With a beard, <laughs> yes. Okay. So the beard is what does it? I have a thing about facial hair. There was somebody, you know, a while back that I had a serious crush on. And when he had a beard, it was like my kryptonite. When he did not have a beard, I was like, ugh, whatever. Bye. Boy, bye. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, it's like the Superman effect with a beard for me. Like, I don't okay. know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I, don't, I, I just... Oh my god! The fella like threatened to like. He says he was gonna shave. I was like, no! And he was like, <laughs> he was like, are you okay? Yeah. I was like, oh, 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 oh. If that's what you want to do, you know, whatever. You know, ain't no thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. I'm like, please don't. Do I'm breezy. I'm breezy. It's cool. Yeah, I'm breezy. It's, cool. yeah, it's your, your face. It's your face. face. Do what you want. Yeah, I change my hair and be like. About four weeks, so whatever. Um, oh, girl. So yeah, that's my thing. So yes, Drake okay. with a beard, and now the the with his shirt off. Like, yes, that Drake. Yes, absolutely. Is he running around without his clothes on? Well, sometimes he likes to, you know, flex and show that he's, you know, working out and you know doing his, you know, his, his abs routine. are abs. There's like little six packs little things happening so he likes to show that off sometimes so in that area so yeah that drake i think i think he is but other times a little corny um so yeah so again drake is out here spreading joy Uh so he recently gave a south carolina college student fifty thousand dollars for tuition oh wow he donated fifty thousand dollars to a miami women's shelter Oh, wow. And then, and then I was like, he just headed out 50, 50, 50 everywhere. He surprised <laughs> a store full of shoppers by buying $50,000 worth of groceries. Shut up. That's awesome. I know. I was like, okay, so Drake, I'm going to need you to go to the Publix on Camp Creek Parkway. <laughs> right. Let me give you round a roundabout. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me hit your DM. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, with an exact <laughs> location and time, because yeah. we need to come up on some groceries. Girl, oh, yeah. Yes, and so That's that was, great. so he's, you know, just been out spreading joy, so his most recent act of um, kindness, it wasn't random, because he um, saw a story in the newspaper about um, a 63-year-old a Florida hotel mate. She works at the Fountain Blue in Miami, which is a very mm-hmm. nice hotel, luxury mm-hmm. hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and he found out that, you know, uh, she's worked there for more than two decades. She's a mother of five, and she commutes by bus for up to four hours every day. Oh, wow. Four so, hours on the bus. Yes. 
Yes. So he um, gifted her a $10,000 shopping spree at Saks Fifth Avenue, along with a luxury spa visit and a lobster dinner. He was also joined by Steelers wide receiver Antonio Brown, who joined him for the trip. And he told her she can buy whatever she wanted to. And oh. so, reportedly, she splurged on an $800 pair of shoes. All right, sis. Um, a $2,000 <laughs> Valentino bag. Oh, nice. Four bottles of perfume and an 18-karat gold necklace with diamonds. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. She was like, well, you invited, <laughs> <Whatever> you invited <laughs> me. <laughs> he said, whatever, whatever. Whatever, whatever Cinderella. <laughs> yes, he's like so. I'm just gonna Cinderella up in here. So I am mad. I am not even mad. Yeah, That's so she's awesome. like, yeah, mother. You know, she's like, yes, used to seeing and like all that luxuries and you know grinding out, just working hard. I just know that this was just. And they had a picture of her in the article. Just joy. Just looked happy. So, you know, Drake, good job. Good job. Really good job. Nice. You know, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I hear something. What is that noise? I don't know. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting here. I'm not doing anything either. You I'm... still hear it? No, it stopped. Oh, no. Oh, no. It sounded like, I don't know, like a bracelet. Make, 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 make the sound. It sounds like something shaking, like a like you're wearing like a chain bracelet or something. Oh, uh, must be this giant gold chain I have on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't have anything on. Uh, no, I keep hearing it, and I think you said it was B last time. I was like, I heard that sound when I listened to it. And I was like, I wasn't doing anything. I oh, it wasn't you. No. I thought it was oh, well, you. Oh, see, they stick somebody else up on, <laughs> on our lives. Announce yourself. On the main line? Yeah. <laughs> Reveal yourself. Reveal yourself. <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay, so I... Well, I'm going to forget by the personal part, so I'll just say it now. So I, you know, went to the besties. The little one was sick. So I oh, went right. down there and, like, you know, babysat her while they worked. And on one day, Bessie wanted to watch Stepsisters on Netflix. And I was like, it's horrible. I started to watch, like, 10 minutes of it. And I just had to turn it off. It was too ridiculous. We sat there and watched the whole thing. And there, of course, you know, it was like, reveal yourself. There was, like, you know, like a line. I was just like, this is so horrible. What is Stepsisters? It is, okay, it stars Meglin, I think her name is. She's the young girl. She's not a girl. She's probably like 29 or something, which is to me is a young girl. Um, yeah. Is dating Chris Rock. Okay. She's Still an actress, there. right. What would you <laughs> she's an actress and she's in this movie also the girl from that plays on power that plays um his um, wife that was okay. in three lw she's was in it um surely ralph was in it she played her mother and had the funniest lines because 
Okay, so the moral, not the moral, the storyline about this. <laughs> it looks like there's a moral to this. <laughs> there is a moral to the story, but I don't care about that. I don't want to learn that. I want to be good. Um, I don't want to be good. <laughs> so anyway, let me tell you about this stupid movie. So this is okay, a way to tell me everything. Okay, so stepsisters, don't go, don't see it. No one okay. should have wow, to, with the clap. <laughs> no one should have to see this. <laughs> no one. No one okay. else. And as soon as it was over, I turned to her and I was like, I can't believe you made me sit here and watch this. Yeah. And then she said, I can't believe I watched this. I was like, <laughs> You're the one who put it on. Anyway. You'll never get those two hours back. Never. Luckily I was working while I was watching this, so like it was there was some productivity going on at the time but Mm -hmm. so okay so it's about this girl who is in a black sorority on a pwi at a pwi campus and um, she wants to go to harvard law school she's dating a woke white man um the guy Mm -hmm. matt mcgory who plays on um his name i I remember who plays on how uh, murder was a case which one is he on Murder Was the Case? Um, the cute little white guy. The cute little white guy. Yeah, the dating yeah. the black Barbie doll. I think so. Okay. I don't watch it anymore, but I think so. That's that sounds about right. That sounds okay. about right. Um, so yeah, the cute little white guy who, in real life, is super like social justice warrior, also, um, and he you know plays like a woke white guy that she's dating so she is a legacy both of her parents went to harvard law school she wants them to write her uh endorsement or whatever the legacy application so that she can get in they have dinner her parents tell her that they're not going to write her the recommendation because they told her that they would only do it if she got a 4.0 and she didn't so they're not going to do it and i'm like that doesn't sound like any black parent that I know so <laughs> right that's crazy because you don't want your child to do well I, right I don't get it anyway so she um oh the thing is the um mom Shirley Rouse character hates Michelle Obama because they were there at school at the same time and oh, like they're being okay. her called her heifer and all that stuff she stole my um internship and all that kind of stuff. So that they were okay. and her husband's like, "You are the only person in the world who does not like Michelle Obama." You realize that, right? <laughs> so like that was funny, and okay, that's yeah, where that's, it all that's, ended. That's, that was the okay. So that was the beginning and end of the because it was so un- unexpected for someone to like a black woman of that age to be like, "Oh, I can't stand that ever." Right, and I'm right, like, right. Um, excuse me queen michelle like i don't know right. what's happening right now okay right. so that was that so now she's coming up with this you know like what am i gonna do i have to go to harvard law school her boyfriend's going to harvard law school they're gonna go together blah 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 that's what she wanted to do her whole life and so she works in some i think the dean's office or something and so him and his partner or is it his husband i can't remember anyway they both went to harvard as well and so um, they, he said there was a, a white sorority that got into trouble and so they need to rehab their image. And he was like, why don't you help them do that little stepping thing that you guys do? 
And she's like, oh, oh that's okay. not what we do and blah, 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 the tradition. And she goes, you know, whatever. And he's like, um, yeah, you do that, both of us. Yeah, me and my husband will write you a recommendation to Harvard and you will get in. And she was like, okay, fine. So she goes, and so it's her teaching the wife sorority how to step. And her sorority sisters being mad at her for doing that. And they have a big step show. And wow. the judges, um, the judges, like, fix it where the wife sorority doesn't win, even though they were supposedly great enough that you expect them to win, which I'm just like, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when it comes to the story, they're right, supposed right, right, to be good enough to, like, win. Um, cool. So, um, then uh-huh. at the end, the people who won first place, her sorority, um, shared their prize with them. Like, again, no. Um, in the meantime, she breaks up with her white boyfriend. She meets the brother of one of the girls in the white sorority who has an adopted black brother, of course. Okay. Um, so she dates the adopted black brother. Oh, it was dude. just so... It sounds awful. It, and then there's a whole lot of bad mixed with a whole lot of awful in between it. <laughs> so, again, uh, you want the ratings two thumbs enthusiastically down. Yeah, I am. Don't I? I'm wait. surprised you guys sat and watched that. It was very passive watching. Like we had to rewind at one point because we were like, "Hey, what happened? What? Why? Why did they? What happened again? I don't understand what's going on." And one of the guys mm. pronounced Ada as Hada, and we were like, "Okay." At the very, I was like, "Hada, what Greek word is that?" Like, I, it was just. What it was in the world? just horrible and I was like why did this need to get made who you know I guess it was straight to Netflix or whatever but I was like mm. yeah this but why, is horrible. why is and why during the, like, the 30th anniversary of school days which was yeah, that's, epic yeah. epic yeah you know yeah. along with a different world had Everybody wanted to go to a black college. Like, how mm-hmm. how dare you? Yeah. How, how dare you? Dare you? We have, we have one question. How dare you? How dare you? Um, so yeah, so that yeah. was that. So that's my little whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, my other one. Okay. God, that was a whole tangent about that, but it was just so bad. <laughs> It's really, okay. it's awful. I mean, I feel like it's a it's a disclaimer for the for it's a public service announcement. Exactly. So we're doing you a favor, world. Thank we us really later. Are doing you a favor. Thank us later. Or thank mm-hmm. us now. Or thank us now. Um, <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. So the other thing, I know you've seen this, but I don't know if you've been like privy to all of the going the sayings or whatever, all the talk about it. But um the paintings, speaking of the Obamas, mm-hmm. of um President and Michelle Obama were released this week. Mm-hmm. Um and they will hang in the National Portrait Gallery. 
Mm-hmm. Um, President Obama's um, portrait was um, the artist was Kahinde Wiley, mm-hmm. um, and Michelle Obama's portrait was um, created by Amy Sherald. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the significance, you know, they selected who. Um, the artists would be mm-hmm. for their respective paintings and um, I think it's important to before we get into any of the do you like it do you not um, just take time to acknowledge the significance of this being the first time that there will be portraits by African Americans um, hanging in the National Portrait Gallery so like absolutely that's huge sink in that's huge like you know they had this opportunity they could have had anybody do their portraits and they selected these two artists especially um, Wiley who does very like modern kind of hip hop to me a lot of it Um, he had like you know that iconic um, painting of like Biggie Oh, so that's kind of, the same artist. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, you know, to just to pick not just black artists, but to pick, you know, these black artists, I think it was very, um, very, you know, groundbreaking. I thought it was like, you know, very cool. Yeah, it's um, huge. And also like, again, artists who, um, although they each have their own lane and following and whatever, like, may not have ever had the opportunity to get hung, um, have their artwork hung in, you know, the, the National um, Gallery, you know? So that's a huge accomplishment. And a like, big yeah, deal, you know? Yeah, like, there aren't very many people who have that honor anyway. And to have, right. like, you know, the honor of, like, paint, you know, painting a president, like, that's, you it's know, that's huge. It's a big deal. It's a yeah. huge deal. Okay. So now we'll get to the shenanigans. So <laughs> everybody all of a sudden is an art critic. Oh gosh, I'm and sure. Everyone has something to say. Even my cousin who is an artist <laughs> herself. Okay. Hated them. She hated them. Oh really? Yes. And I like with most art, like you know me, like I really like like modern art. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah so I like when I first saw it you know glancing in the morning I'm just like mm. and so <laughs> and then like it just like took me a while to like I had to look at them some more and I looked at them and kind of like kind of like looked at it in perspective of some of their other the, you know artists other work and you know you, you just kind of with art like you just have to like sit with it for a while and that's Definitely. what I that's what I you know have to do I think most people um, it took me a while to be that person where, like, I could just sit in front of a painting and just, like, consider it. But, yeah, like, I had to take time to, like, consider it. Um, just some of the things people were saying were just, like, so off base. Like, one person was talking about, um, it was so funny because they were, like, two sides of the same coin. So, like, mm-hmm. one Hotep guy was talking about how um, they were emasculating um, President Obama there by black men by having him um, behind in front of a wall of flowers because flowers okay 
so that was emasculating um and then some like bitter betty like this person that i do follow i should call it Betty valley but like a lot of stuff that she says is just kind of like who hurt you sis who hurt you (laughs) right why Uh, are you the way that you are why are you the way that you are well basically saying that you know um black artist and i was like i don't know at the time if she realized that the person who painted um michelle obama's painting was a woman like i'm assuming she knew that but she was talking about how they um try to take away black women's femininity um and make made her look masculine or all this kind of stuff so i was just like no 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 well and the thing is like i mean I'm sorry, Michelle Obama is like she's tall and she's fit, athletic, she has, like athletic. Mm. Like she does have features that are not strictly feminine. Like she's not like she's kind of you know like she's not a dainty flower. She's not yeah. So I feel like I mean I looked at both portraits and I like them for different reasons. Like I like them each individually for different reasons. And I think as portraits are, they're supposed to kind of capture more. To me, I feel like often they capture more the essence of the person. It's not a photograph. It's not supposed to be. Yeah. And that's what my thing. I was like, my other point is like, a portrait is not a photograph. It's not supposed to be like, yes, sure. Michelle Obama's um, painting doesn't really look like her, but. I don't, that's not the point. Like you said, it's supposed to, that it's not, it's not a photograph. Right. It's not supposed to be a replica of what the person is, whether it's their skin tone or right. all of their features or, you know, whatever. It's like, whatever. I actually, like I said, I, I like you said, I like them both also and for different reasons. Yeah. Um, I just, I like them. Yeah. And, I thought they were both really unique and special. Mm-hmm. And so that brought up another point of contention with some people that they're so like, oh my God, like they're horrible. You know, what is that? That's not, you know, that's that's not appropriate for a presidential portrait. And, and that's the thing is, this is not the portrait that's going to hang in the White House. Right. Duh. So, yeah, like, <laughs> like those are know this? there. Right. Of course they, they are. They've been there. They've been there. And that was, and, you know, even that Michelle Obama's was like, a, that was a controversy because she didn't have, she had a sleeveless dress on. It was like, oh. How mm-hmm. dare she not wear sleeves? So that's, you know, inappropriate. But so, yeah, that's not this. This is a mm-hmm. different thing. And so, you know, the natural, the National Portrait Gallery opened in, you know, the late 60s. And so the imagery, the presidential imagery, it's it just, there's a wide range. So someone mm-hmm. on my Facebook page posted um, a link to some of the portraits that are there already of the president's. Mm-hmm. And it's not, first of all, it's not just portraits. So there's, mm-hmm. there are some traditional like oil on canvas mm-hmm. and there's like marble, there's mm-hmm. cotton handkerchiefs, sewing box lids, you know, there's, you know, statues like those, like those, the marble busts. Like there's all different types sure. of like likenesses. Like, you know, your Faye W, he's, it's kind of funny because he's posed very similarly to President Obama, mm-hmm. but he is sitting like on a couch, mm-hmm. and like there's like a, like a little vase behind him and like a picture. So it's just like him sitting in a nice Texas room. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, yeah. 
so yeah, some are very sophisticated, you know, the ones, you know, from way back, you know, are very, you know, traditional. Some are very striking. Some are like very unique, like the um I don't even know what I guess it's a sculpture of his face of Gerald Ford is kind of frightening. <laughs> it's so weird. It's kind of like the like eerie frightening or just frightening. Just it scary. kind of looks very it it's in bronze, I believe, and it makes him look it's kind of like the size of like it's kind of like an African mask in terms huh. of like size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um but he looks very I can't describe it. It looks very strange. And okay. it's frightening. It's very off putting. And then like there's a sculpture of like George um President George Herbert Walker. Mm-hmm. Um but and um he is like it's like super thin. It kind of looks like he's bowling. I was like, what is this? Like, it's so strange. <laughs> and then there's like a marble bust of George Washington, very like, you know, Greek or whatever. Um, and another one, like, okay, two that kind of stood out to me that are kind of modern. Um, JFK's um, portrait was very um, abstract, like very like broad um, strokes um, huh. it was very interesting um, and Harry Truman's he's kind of standing like it's some, it like okay where are you standing are you in the garden somewhere like it's very weird so there's like leaves all around him you can see like I think the view of like Washington behind him mm-hmm. so it's kind of like maybe he was like on like on a, the balcony or whatever he was standing somewhere mm-hmm. and it's like you know so it's like greenery so it's like you know these pictures are reflect their time yeah. um and their subjects and i felt like this these portraits do the same okay and so i think people need to take an art history class or like but the thing is you know what Taking art history class. I, I take that back because <laughs> oh, I've God. taken art history class, you know, like I love museums. Yeah. But you know, like art is subjective. And you know, sometimes you just have like a reaction to something and that's how you feel. Like to this day, like I don't care. I've seen so many of his pieces and I just don't like it. Basquiat. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> understand it. Right. And, like, you know, like, again, like, I think I'm smart. I think mm-hmm. I've, you know, like, I been exposed. So. I've been exposed to art. I've been exposed to different types of art. Um, I just don't get it. And I think it kind of, it's based on my, um, my, I guess, feelings about what art should be. And that for me, it's like, there should be something like aesthetically pleasing about it. And his work doesn't do that. Like there, to me has to be some kind of like symmetry of like, you know, there are elements of like what makes something like good art, you know, like all good art doesn't have to have it, but like uh, things that are considered art, like have it like, you know, in terms of like color and composition and you know, like there are different like elements of 
style and you know whatever and I just don't get it like I admire the whole you know this was so outside the box and it was different unique but for the life of me yeah I don't yeah I'm not a big fan of basket either um but yeah I just think you know it, it is it's I, I guess I'm a little torn you know it is like yeah definitely everybody has their own reaction to art and that you know art is you know it's definitely like in the eye of the beholder like you know whether it appeals to you or not it's going to vary dramatically from one person to the next or whatever but I do feel like you should come to it with some level of like being informed like of you know what's out there what you're comparing it to or whatever and then if you still land in the same place fine um but just the sort of yeah like not understanding what like even with you know with regard to these portraits specifically like not understanding the context in which they're going to be displayed and all Mm -hmm. you know like like know something before you just start and that's the thing with social media period is just people just you know, feel the need to tap out, you know, their first thought about any and everything. And it's like, yeah, no, do a little homework, do a little research, and then say something if you really, really have to. But like, everything doesn't require your first immediate commentary as it comes across the screen in your mind, you know? Yes. And you know what? I have realized that because um, I had that experience a few weeks ago. No, actually, mm-hmm. just a couple of weeks ago. I'm on a Facebook group for this podcast that I listen to. It's like a local group, an Atlanta group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a girl posted something, and I was like, I don't get it. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so other people were like, yeah, we don't know what you're talking about. What? 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 Huh? And so then all of a sudden, she was like, oh, it had to do with today's um podcast and I was like oh it's eight o'clock seven o'clock in the morning I haven't listened to it yet and so I'm just like uh, maybe I shouldn't have said it. she's like should I erase it I was like um don't erase your comment we're the ones I don't mm-hmm. know <laughs> right I was like once we can once we listen to the podcast and catch it to skate speed we'll know what you're talking about we'll understand but, what that is yeah yes but yeah she it was so like I was like what are you talking about about. I don't get it. Am I the only one that don't get it? Uh-uh, girl. I don't get it either. <laughs> so this poor child was just like, what oh did I God, say? What did I say? I just thought I was being witty and Right. I, was, I thought it was clever. No, oh, like, no, you be quiet. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so I, that's, that's why, like, I cannot, like, with these sorts of things, these, like, you know, pseudo debates online, you know, whether it's Facebook or whatever, it's just like, ugh, it's, I, you know, I just can't participate because I'm like, you know what, half of these people don't even know what they're talking about. I have no, like, no. informed, you're not coming from an informed place uh, no. and that makes me not want to engage. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Like, it seems mm. like we have to bring up some true crime thing every um mm. Week, but I was on. I think on. I don't. I think I, don't, I can't remember which group it was. But one of the true crime groups, the podcast mm-hmm. groups. Apparently, Lyle and Eric Menendez for the past, I guess, twenty years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, haven't seen each other. 
Oh, right, because they're completely different prisons. Yeah, in California, it's completely different prisons. They're also not allowed to speak to each other, mm-hmm. which has apparently been very hard for them. So someone posted um, a post, a uh, Facebook post on from Lyle's page, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he basically said that they have granted permission for them to be moved to the same prison. Really? Mm-hmm. That seems like a not a good idea. Right. <laughs> Why? I have no idea. And so, but the funny thing is, so it was like, hold up, have you read all the crazy comments? on his post for the original post and they're all like yay oh thank god Praise are you, you serious yes it was like a bunch of people like elated and happy for him so i was like okay either these were like what's happening right now i was like okay well either these are people who believe the whole story about the abuse and that he was abused and so that what they did was reasonable because their father was abusing them um or they crazy so it could be either or either a or. mix of both right so, yeah but i was like yeah that's what that's from oh my crazy crazy no such a uh, bad idea but like okay so there's one but it's one thing for crazy people out in the world to be sort of like randomly like you know kind of cult following either of them or both of them or cheering or rooting them on or whatever you know but um why is the california prison system allowed i mean i can't imagine that they would do that for any other murders yeah i don't know like oh yeah sorry i killed my parents but can me and my brother like I really miss him. Yeah, I really miss him. I haven't seen him in 20 years. You know what? If you really wanted to spend time with your brother, you know what you wouldn't do? You wouldn't commit murder. You wouldn't kill your parents. You wouldn't Um, kill your parents and then go on a crazy shopping spree and ride around like in the Princess of Beverly Hills or wherever. So, yeah. Right. That would be the first thing that you kind of want to regroup. Um, yeah, that's really strange. I mean, I could almost see, like, them having some kind of, like, phone privilege or whatever, like... No, they say they cannot talk on the phone. I was like, how about we try that first? Right, but I was like, exactly, why not start there? Because, okay, other prisoners, like, if I'm in prison... Um, oh yeah! I, like, it's, I'm finally, I finally like it's gone too far. I finally lost it. If I like, I'll be, I'll get like people will you know be able to call me or I can call out or I can, I you know people can visit you in prison presumably or whatever you know like you get to have contact with family to you know to whatever degree. And he that's- does. That's how he's still they're operating this page because they're like I have questions. Why does he have the internet in jail? I'm like, he does not have internet in prison. He has, he relays messages from people who come visit him or from phone time with family or friends. Right. So I could, so I could almost get like, okay, you know, other, you know, other people who are in prison for murder still get contact with family. So we could let them have phone contact. 
mm-hmm. even though it is that they're both murderers, but they're also both brothers, so whatever. Like, I could kind of see, like, intellectually kind of landing in that spot, but this whole like let's move them like that is crazy like you don't yeah so this he just said this yesterday so um i'll i'll kind of keep my on that too because i was like okay that's gonna be interesting that's nuts that's not crazy so so bad yeah, I was like, speaking of being in jail, committing crime, I had to stop myself today. I was like, <laughs> I was wondering where that segue was going. <laughs> speaking of committing crimes and going to jail, um, okay. I, oh, Jesus. I literally was like, God, I wondered. I never thought, I never felt strongly enough about something where I was like I want to not do harm to a person but okay. to their property Oh, I was like oh. I've never wanted that before but I was like hmm. I want to right now hmm. and that's scaring me I should just go home Yeah, I don't want to commit a crime because you know I don't look good in orange no it's a really it's, a it's very, hard I, to pull off it's hard it's very unflattering um, you know, like in people, you know, dark skinned women can, you know, do like yellow. And I hate yellow, but if, you know, look, it pops, but, you know, like a baggy orange jumpsuit. Mm. It just wouldn't suit me. Yeah, jumpers are cute, but that's not a cute jumper. Mm-mm, not at all. Like, so, you can't, yeah. yeah, there's no dressing it up like you would. Yeah, it reminds me of that old, like, kind of um, Chris Rock joke where he was like, You've never been in love unless you wanted to, like, you thought of a way to, like, kill your wife. You thought about (laughs) killing your wife. And he was like, and then you saw an episode of Law and Order. (laughs) That. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh, Lord. I was like, that's crazy. But, yeah. Okay, well, I'm glad that you you took the... uh... The more sound and narrow the law continuing to be a law abiding law abiding that I've been for the past forty one years. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that that's how you chose to resolve your uh, feelings and emotions for the moment. Yep. So good job. Yeah. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anything (laughs) else you want to talk about? (laughs) What's going on with you? Uh, What's going on with me? Um, I'm. very excited, um, as is all of Black America, because uh, uh, Black Panther opened tonight, and mm-hmm. I have my ticket for tomorrow's showing at 6 p.m. All right, now. I'm not going until Saturday. Yeah, I wanted to to knock it out, because um, I still have other, again, referencing last week's, um, let's get personal, um, I'm still, you know, finishing up my Oscar watching so I want to kind of reserve the weekend for that. So I was like, let me get Black Panther in on Friday night. Count, you know, that, you know, those, that first two nights of box office. Let me like stack a little bit, of, you know, put my five on it yeah. and, um, and, and, and see it sooner than later. So I'm excited. I don't, I am a little, you know, like I feel like I'm sure whatever I wear, I'm going to be underdressed because I do not have an outfit. 
Um, <laughs> and all I see is people online talking about what they're going to wear and how they plan this out. And I was like, wow, I really just bought my ticket today. Um, and I don't have a plan other than to just be there in my seat when the show starts at six. So, um, yeah, mm-hmm. so I, I'm just glad that the lights are going to be out and no one's going to be paying attention to what I'm wearing anyway. So it's fine. Okay. Well, you stay off the purple carpet then. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely not be on anybody's purple carpet. Um, so yeah, so yeah, there's been, yeah, there's been so much about what yeah. to wear. Me and I was friend like, are gonna go look at a shop that has some African um stuff tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I feel like if I was going in a like a, you know, like if there was like a group of us that you know, like it was an outing, like I would definitely like, you know, make the effort, but like I'm literally just showing up to the theater at five. Yeah, you can at least wear all black in solidarity. My friend's husband, we told him to wear, he was going to wear all black. And she was like, you should wear a turtleneck. I was like, and a beret, you'll be the other kind of black. (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. It's going to be so fun. Oh, Oh, I saw the, I'm sorry. I'm like, any of your, it's it's personal, Mm -hmm. but it's so funny. I saw the funniest meme about Black Panther's going to have like, um, Four million or whatever in um, box office um, and four dollars in concessions nationwide. Oh, and I that's was like, funny. "Yes, because sorry, my friend's husband is cooking up a huge Haitian dinner, and I was like, I'm gonna have my Tupperware, and I'm gonna be oh, eating my Jean in the theater. You are so black. I am, and if there's a time to be black." It's when I'm in Wakanda. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot. Yes, in Wakanda. I'm going to be. Wakanda. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so super excited. So, okay. yeah. So that's tomorrow night. And then um, more Oscar watching this weekend. And um, what else? Oh, um, I um, had the strangest thing happen today. Okay. Um, so uh, I typically park my car outside of um, my condo and um, not, but not underneath the trees, but there wasn't any other space when I got home last night, but there was one like directly under the tree. So that was fine. Um, this morning I went out to the car and putting my stuff in and you know, that little, like, kind of like that little open space, like where the top of your hood meets the bottom of your front w- windshield there's kind of you know like where the when the, where the where the wipers sit mm-hmm. there's like a little like cubby space kind of mm-hmm. I looked over and it, at first I was like what is that and I I thought that it was it looked like it might have been like a baby bird that was like had like you know fallen out of a nest and was like just stuck in there mm-hmm. but of course I was like one I'm not touching that two <laughs> Um, I I don't have time to deal with this right now. It's you know seven thirty in the morning. I need to get to work. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'll I'll have one of the guys if if it's still there, you know, I'll have one of the guys look at it when I get to work or whatever. So, um, of course, I get to work. I totally forget all about it. And I'm just as I was getting ready to leave, my work nemesis. Uh mm-hmm. huh. 
happens to mention in passing something about birds, which dogs my memory. And so I was like, oh, oh, oh. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, thank you for saying that. I need a favor. And so he's like, oh, God, what? <laughs> so I was like, um, so the thing is, um, you know, that little area between your hood and your windshield? He was like, yeah. I was like, um, I think there might be like um, a baby bird. And he was like, oh, God. So he's like, fine. Let me go look. Where are you parked? You know, so he went out, took care of it. And he came back and he was like, that was not a baby bird. And I was like, oh, what was it? He was like, so he starts like, he, he just looks at me and like gets online. And I was like, tell me. He was like, I'm looking for a picture of what it is. And I was like, oh my God, what was it? Yeah. <laughs> and so he pulls up some photos and he was like, this is what it is. And he, I was like, and he, it's a picture of a gopher. And I was like, that wasn't. I was like, a gopher? And he was like, well, the part of a gopher. And I was like, what? And he was like, it was basically like a small like gopher, like a, not a full-grown gopher that had been partially eaten by a predator and whose head somehow landed on my car. <laughs> I was like... That is the grossest thing. It's so disgusting. I was like, what? I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> never. I was like, um, and I was like, well, I was like, a predator, you know, and he was like, yeah, you know, and he was, and, he, and so he starts listing things, and I was like, and, and he says hawks, and I was like, oh, you know, which reminds That makes me. sense. Yeah, because yeah. we have a ton of hawks around here. And they are, you know, always like kind of circling around or whatever. And they have nests in these, in all these large, you know, our, the community I live in has a lot of like fully mature, like old trees that are like big and tall, including this tree that sits out front of my building is huge. But right now it's bare because it's wintertime. And so the leaves have all fallen off. And, um, but you so and what happens when all the leaves fall is you can see really clearly all the nests there's like about a half a dozen nests that are like strategically located in the tops of the branches that you of course normally you can't see because it's covered with the leaves um so which reminded me I mean so it's like the nature show outside my living room window because the other day I was standing outside um with the colonel my dog and um waiting for him to take care of his business and I hear this giant like um like this wood splitting sound like a cracking sound and a little piece of twig falls from the tree down to the sidewalk but when I look up it was one of these hawks who was relocating its nest and had like taken a giant twig and like torn it off the tree that doesn't have leaves and was flying with the stick in its claw. <laughs> <laughs> across the way to another tree where apparently it was like rebuilding this nest or whatever so all that put together apparently a hawk caught a gopher ate the majority of it and decided to leave its leftovers on my car again that is the most disgusting thing I've heard <laughs> And as crappy as my week has been, I no feel good. with that story, <laughs> at least there wasn't a 
dead gopher head on my car. There wasn't. There, there okay. you go. Silver, Silver lining. lining. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, you've got less than ten minutes. Um. Well, that'll be real short because <laughs> I don't have anything to say. Oh, uh, come on. One personal thing. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't want to talk. <laughs> oh, now you don't want to talk. Now you want to climb up. Um, gosh, what do I want to share? Um, usually it's like a baby story. So, like I said, I will spend time with Cupcake mm-hmm. on... I went out there Sunday, came back yesterday. Um, and, you know, at one point, you know, she was starting to feel better on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And so everyone was so happy because, like, she just was so sick. And she's so, like, lively and just always up and dancing around. And just to see her, like, sleeping all day everyone was just kind of scared and like weirded out because that's just not who she is and so she was feeling better she's finally like we took her out you know and we got something to eat went to the store came back and she was eating and then um, a friend had to go take um um pumpkin to volleyball practice so Uh we were you know sitting there she had her tv chair in front of her she was eating some rice and so she looks over to me and she was like well i guess it's just me and you (laughs) (laughs) i cannot with this little girl and i was like i guess so yeah And again, her whole thing is like girls' night, girls' day, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, "Well, I guess we can have girls' night when they leave." I was like, mm-hmm. "Wow, yep, yeah. sure can." Yeah, and so, what commenced again? Like she was literally in the bed like all day the day before, and the fever. And so, to just to see her like you know cracking jokes and smiling and dancing around when she hears music or commercial. She can't sit down. Like, she's up and, like, just rocking with it. Whatever the commercial is, she knows most of the commercials on TV. Like, the little jingles. It's hilarious. I was like, why do you know the Mattress King uh, jingle? It's crazy. Uh And so, she comes over to me. I'm working. And she's, you know, whatever, sitting there. She comes over to me. She's like, um, you got whipped my hair on that thing. And I was like, excuse me? Um, whipped my hair. And I was like, yes, I do. Oh. And so I recorded it, but because of copyright, I had to take it off of Facebook Live. I forgot all about that. Uh, so I was playing it, and she did an entire routine. Wow. To whip my hair. The whole three minutes. Like, parts where she was singing, she had, like, you know, was moving her hands and, like, saying the words. And then she had, like, movements and choreography. And, of course, the whip my hair. And then she did it, like, different ways. She, like, switched it (laughs) up. And 
that was just like hilarious. The good thing is before I had to delete off of Facebook, I had to, I played it for her mom and sister, and they were dying because her sure. mom never believes the things that she says when she's with me she's like she never says that kind of stuff to me she talks to you like she's your girlfriend <laughs> she really does like, she does. like we're old pals like she's like mm-hmm. a 40 year old woman and mm-hmm. so i was like oh my god so it was so funny she got to see her like being silly she's wow, like oh cute. my god so yeah so that just made my night. She's oh, that is terrific! So adorable. So gosh, adorable. she's so cute. I love that little girl. Um, yeah, she's a cutie pie. So cute. Again, her and my other little friend's daughter, who is only now she's what eighteen, nineteen months, Aww. and her twin brother. I was like, she's so. I was like, I don't want to call her bossy, but man, she's a leader. I was like <laughs> leadership skills. The leadership skills like her and Cupcake are going to rule the world and I hope they are benevolent leaders. Oh lord, let's pray. No more Kim Jong uns. <sighs> yes. Oh, or his little, little sister girls. Kimmy. <laughs> little sister Kimmy. <laughs> I have to go look at this now. I need to go to bed. You do need to go to I don't bed. have to go to I don't have to get up too too early, but still. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um. All right, that was about ten minutes. No, oh, yeah, that was about pretty much. You got it. Okay. All right. Well, it's been good. Yep. <laughs> if you say so. Hey, I had a good time, even if you didn't. Yeah. Mhm. Right, we hope that you guys had a good time too, out there, listening audience. Mhm. I mean, I I hope you had a good time. I don't know what Kristen feels. Yeah, don't speak for me. I'm not. I'm I not. have a voice, and I want to be heard. Some yeah. people don't like to listen to others. <laughs> I want to be heard. My voice matters. And we're here for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Mhm. <laughs> so we're gonna do this again <sighs> next week. And we're going to... It'll be number 10. Oh, crap. Are you serious? Number 10. We should have some kind of little, I don't know, streamers or something. I'll have no... Oh, gosh. I wonder if there are any place that has, like, leftover, like, New Year's Eve. <laughs> I need a noisemaker. <laughs> show, show up somewhere on February, like, 17th. Hi. Um, do you have... I need some New Year's Eve things. I know it seems a little early, but... Late or early. Whatever. Late or early. Whatever. We'll take it. Whatever you have. I missed like, it. You know, you, have you heard of Rip Van Winkle? I missed it. <laughs> so I want to, like, experience that. Okay, get out of here. Go do your, do do the, wrap this, <laughs> do the thing. Wrap <laughs> this bad boy up. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find us on Pocket Cast, Google Play, Overcast, and Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, review to help us get the word out. You can always like our 
Facebook page. And if you have questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle, email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.